The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The Summit Lighthouse brings you practical spiritual answers and is the open door to sacred mysteries. These teachings, delivered by Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet, are compelling, thought-provoking, and timeless. Here are your hosts, Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. And welcome, everyone. By a wonderful synchronicity and cosmic alchemy, you have chosen to tune into The Open Door, the online voice of the Summit Lighthouse, where we publish and practice the teachings of the Ascended Masters and where we invite you to awaken to the light within. I'm Tom Schumacher. And I'm Terry Kennedy. And I'm Sid Bennett. Good morning, gentlemen. Gentlemen. I guess the afternoon here in Montana, isn't it? Well, yeah. (laughs) Technically. Technically. (laughs) 12.01. Well, today we're talking about keeping the flame of life. And those of you who were tuned into us last week, we did an entire program on the original Keeper of the Flame, Sonnet Kumara, and the 144,000 souls who joined him to save our planet. He was the original Keeper of the Flame. And now... When we were born, something truly wonderful happened that launched our soul on her homeward journey. In that instant of birth, the Holy Spirit breathed life into our body, igniting the threefold flame in our heart. This is the fire that resides at the very core of every atom and cell of our being. This is the flame of immortality, representing an opportunity for our soul to achieve oneness with our Holy Christ self and I in presence, oneness with God. This is the flame that we keep. So, I want to throw that out to you guys. What does it mean to be a keeper of the flame? You know, didn't that come originally from lighthouses, which is interesting? <laughs> yeah. No, but oh, you, yeah, yeah. they had to have a flame in the lighthouse, and the guy had to stay awake all night to make sure it didn't go out, right. uh, because obviously the ships needed it. So, it's, it's, uh, it's you know, a, a big responsibility. I mean, he had lives in his hands on the ships. Yeah. And so, I think the concept applies to what we do. We keep the flame within our hearts. And, and I'm just thinking accountability, responsibility. Those are the two words that, that come to me. You know, you're, you're accountable for not only yourself, but then your family, your community. And it, it just kind of goes out to the planet, you know, depending upon what your level of uh, does this mean understanding my, is. Does this mean I'm my brother's keeper? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, it Hey, does. there you go. There's the keeper word. <laughs> yeah. It shows up all over the place. And as you were saying before the show started today, Terry, that being a keeper of the flame doesn't require you to be a member of any particular organization or religion or spiritual discipline you are a keeper of the flame yeah you can you can join later on we're going to talk to you about the keepers of the flame fraternity but you can join and be a keeper of the flame wherever you are and whoever you're affiliated it it doesn't require doesn't require membership i'm talking about the broadest sense of the word keeping the flame of life of liberty keeping the flame of god yes that's right yeah, and, and I think understanding that, you know, God is a fire. You know, it says in the Bible, God is a consuming fire. I mean, mm-hmm. how many places the Holy Spirit is fire? I mean, there's something here. So keeping the flame is keeping the flame of God within our hearts. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting that that flame needs to be nurtured. It's an immortal flame, but it needs to be nurtured if it's going to be maintained and grow within ourselves and in Indeed. others. Well, you know, we, at the beginning of every show, we, we invite you 
who listen to awaken to the light within. The light is the flame. The light is the light of God. Is the I am presence. It's your holy Christ self. It's that divinity that is in, in you. It's, it's innate. It's not something that's special to only you, but it's, it's something that's special to every one of us. At what point is that, uh, is that flame ignited? Is it when the heart begins to beat in the, uh, in the, the fetus or the, the child of borning in the womb? Well, you know, precisely, I don't really know the answer to that, but I think that life is life, and life is, yeah. is at the moment of generation of that life. I think that's where the Holy Spirit first imbues that, that life force with the flame. Right. Otherwise, the life force is not there. Right. Yeah, the, the body can't exist without that animation of yeah. the Holy Spirit. And so that's what's so special about the, the flame within our hearts. And, you know, nobody tells people that they have God within them. That no. God, look at this this way. God has trusted us. He's given us a portion of himself, his flame. And he's saying, will you keep it for me? Mm-hmm. And that, that's a pretty sacred responsibility. Well, it's a treasure that we carry. And I think that if we recognize the value that we truly have inherently, as you often say, you know, Sid, we are not worthless sinners. <laughs> you know, we, we are not the detritus of the human race. I mean, we are <laughs> beings who have within us a birthright, not just an opportunity, but even greater than that, a birthright to re- invest ourselves in this godhood. And what's interesting about the flame within our hearts, and since that's what we're talking about, it's not static. That flame can grow. Mm. In fact, the threefold flame, which we all have within our hearts, that God, Malachon gives us at birth, the Holy Spirit, in, in most people it's about a sixteenth of an inch high. Okay? Mm-hmm. With Jesus, it engulfed his whole body. So how we live and how we keep that flame, that will grow. And so it needs to be nurtured. It needs to be fed like a fire in your fireplace. It has to be fed. And as with our good works and our qualification of the light of God in positive ways, we're going to grow that flame within our hearts. Indeed. You know, and I want to go back to something that I just said when you asked that question, Terry. I think they're, they're, it's probably um, not necessary to break this down too much, but I think that the, the fetus, at, at conception, there is life. And mm-hmm. life is God. And right all, at the beginning. Right, but right. I think that first breath, is when the, the Mahachohan, the Holy Spirit, imbues that new being in that first breath. When the baby is actually born. The breath of life. Yeah, and I think right. there, there, I, there's no breathing in the womb per se, at least not in the way we conceive it in, in the outer reality. Mm-hmm. But I just want to make that distinction. That, I think that it's probably both that at conception there is life. Right. And the, breath, the first breath that's taken is when the Holy Spirit is imbuing that, that being, that new being. And the baby cries, and the lungs start working, and yeah. the heart starts pumping. And now, does, that, no. does that jive with what it, it does, but I think that what we want to affirm here is that life does begin at conception. Yes. And that's so right. that's why it is sacred and why the Ascended Masters would never support abortion because it is taking a life. And that life is a flame, as you it's said. It's a flame, and it's a flame of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in terms of keeping the flame of life, you know, we do have this fraternity. We'll talk about it in maybe the third segment today. But in terms of keeping the flame of life, it's any way, it's any way that we do it. You know, there's no, there's no set course here as far as how that's done. Because if you are living a life where you are exalting and being accountable to your brothers, your brother's keeper, then you are keeping the flame. Now, the degree to which you're aware of that is perhaps debatable. We talk about it because we practice this. So to us, this is something that's an everyday reality. But for people out there who are good people, gracious and kind, joyful and faithful, there's a flame that you are keeping by virtue of living that, your life that way. And yeah. you keep the flame for others. I mean, we were talking before the show. Today was the first day of school and this, when this is being recorded. And uh, my daughter's going to sixth grade. 
And I got to tell you, you got to keep the flame. <laughs> I mean, it was a full-time job to get her out the door today. So in, in your service to life, to your family, to yeah. others, that's keeping the flame as well. Yeah. Yeah, and it feels real good to to uh, keep the flame for your nation, for instance. You know, you get this patriotic fervor in your heart. And you just, it's something that's completely intangible. Oh, yeah. There's no reason, no physical reason for the way you feel for why you feel the way you do. You know, one of the reasons why I think I, I align myself so much with this concept of keepers is that to me, this is the glue that holds the spiritual community together. Mm-hmm. We do this together. We're keepers of the flame. We can certainly do it alone. We can do it on a hilltop. We can do it in a cave. But we are together, a family of keepers. And it gives us something that unites us in the face of whatever comes our way. You know, you look around the world and you realize, boy, there, some flame is needed in certain parts of the world. And, you know, the flame of God in particular. We can do that, as you just said. Where we stand, where we sit, we are keepers of the flame, and this can extend out as far and wide as we need it to. Yeah. You know? And and God in us is the doer, so that our impact on the planet is more than what we do with the people we physically see every day. And, of course, that goes back to the whole teaching understanding of the science of the spoken word, invoking light. I mean, how can we help people on the other side of the world we'll never meet? By invoking light. We're keeping the flame for them Mm -hmm. and feeding the flame of God. It's like the freedom flame. There is a flame of freedom. Indeed. And you can feel it in this nation and other places around the world, whereas that fire and determination, you know, for freedom, the freedom of the soul to be who they are. Yeah. And, you know, one of the ways we feed this flame is through prayer. Mm -hmm. And in our particular practice, through decrees, through dynamic decrees, using the throat chakra and the heart chakra to really add some impetus to this flame. And I, I can remember when I first found this path uh, of the teachings of the Ascended Masters, how excited I was mm. to find out that I could actually keep the flame for other people. I mean, I could, there's something yeah. I could actually do about it. Yeah, and it, it helps people. We all need help at one time or another. We get down, we get discouraged, all these things. We need we an need encouraging word, uh, an injection of light, and so forth to keep us going. You know, we were also talking before the show about Jesus. Jesus has kept, kept the flame for us these past 2,000 years. He came to buy us time, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And so as we bought us this time to grow spiritually, to balance our karma and move forward, he was, was holding us, he was keeping us in his heart that we're here today where we are. So, you know, it's not just the day-to-day things. There's also a greater scope and scale of this, the keeper of the flame of life. Well, you know, let's talk about that a little bit more because that's something that as we've gone through our four years in doing this show, one of the things that we probably hear from people most often has to do with Jesus dying for our sins and being the only son of God, etc. We've addressed that many times and we'll probably address it many times more. But what you just said, Sid, I think is a great way to put into context what Jesus did. He was keeping the flame for all the light bearers on this planet throughout this entire age of Pisces to be able to allow us the opportunity to keep the flame, to grow the flame. Otherwise, our karma, the weight of that karma might have crushed us. Well, exactly. We wouldn't have been able to make the progress because our karma was so heavy. Yeah. In other words, we should have been ready at the time of the birth of Jesus. Well, we weren't, obviously. Mm-hmm. So he bought us another 2,000 years to grow and prepare to where we should have been. It's a mercy keeping the flame. You know, keep the flame for someone that can't keep it for themselves right now. That is what God has done for us, the Ascended Masters, what Jesus did for us, and we can do for others. It's, you know, this is what the saints do. They hold a flame for those that can't hold it for themselves until they're ready. And each of you, each of us, is capable of doing this, of holding the flame. It doesn't take a saint. It takes a person with dedicated heart 
to do this. It's love. It's givingness. Yeah. And it's a reason for being. Yeah, reason for so, being. So it's kind of what, it's what parents do for their children from a spiritual point of view, from the teachings of the Ascended Masters, for the first 12 years. And then the child comes under their own vine and fig tree, so uh, to speak. It, it right? goes beyond 12 years. Take my word for it. <laughs> <laughs> I think Dad, he, he knows. <laughs> it's actually, parents have a certain level of accountability for their children up to age 33. Oh, that's right, 33. So, and hopefully yeah. it gets less as time goes on. <laughs> yeah, that's but right. you do keep the flame. And, and, you know, dear parents, even keep it beyond that. So, yeah. um, you know, there's nothing wrong with keeping the flame of life to give people the opportunity to grow, to learn. And, if, you know, if I only had one more chance well, God has done that for us. Jesus has done for that. Sana Kamara did it for the earth. It gave, gave him another chance. So we have a chance right now. How are we going to use it? Are we going to step up to the plate and take that responsibility, which is joyous, and so that we can help others? Because if we don't help others, they could be lost. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's very hierarchical in a sense. What we do not only matters to us, but it matters to us that may be somewhat uh, behind us on the spiritual path or in a different location. As we go up, they come up. Oh, yeah. And so the you can see the interconnectability <laughs> yeah. of life. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I think that the flame permeates all of it. Yeah. Well, except in certain cases. Well, but <laughs> honoring that flame in each other and in God yeah. is a way of living. It needs is a way of living. Well, I think on that note, let's take a break. Okay. And when we come back, uh, we're going to play an excerpt from a lecture by Elizabeth Clare Prophet where she talks about the exquisite beauty of the Holy Spirit, that flame of life that every one of us has been imbued with. So please stay with us. We'll be back after a short break. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the masters of light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. Right now, all over the world, Warriors of Light are working tirelessly to defend your soul's opportunity to achieve oneness with God. These spiritual warriors are keepers of the flame, and though few, the power they wield is greater than all of the weapons made by man. Founded by St. Germain in 1961, Keepers of the Flame is a non-denominational fraternity in the tradition of ancient spiritual orders. When you join, you'll receive a series of lessons that will introduce you to a vast and dynamic spiritual world. See for yourself. Access Lesson 1 right now, completely free, no login required. Simply go to tsl.org slash keepers, and in seconds you could be exploring a whole new world of practical Ascended Master teachings. Lessons are printed or available online for anytime, anywhere access, and anyone can join. 
Discover your real self and explore your full spiritual potential. Become a keeper of the flame today and awaken to the light within. Please visit tsl.org keepers and prepare to accelerate. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And we are back, and thank you very much for staying with us. The Holy Spirit is very real and very much alive within each one of us. If we think of this as we go about our day, we will feel our life and awareness overflow with light. Here is Elizabeth Clare Prophet. On the exquisite reality of the Holy Spirit. Pentecost celebrates the descent of the Holy Spirit upon the disciples 50 days after Jesus' resurrection. The Mahachohan, as you know, is the Ascended Master who holds the office of representative of the Holy Spirit. His twin flame is the Ascended Lady Master, Pallas Athena. The Mahachohan also holds the office of Keeper of the Flame. He personally keeps the flame on behalf of all mankind, on behalf of you and me. Today, in honor of the profound sponsorship of the Mahachohan, I would like us to contemplate what exactly is the Holy Spirit? Why is the Holy Spirit so necessary to our life? And what does it mean when we say that the Mahachohan is the keeper of the flame. He indeed keeps the threefold flame of the heart. First of all, the Mahachohan has a personal tie and a personal interest to each one of us. And those each one of us means those who have been following this path for centuries upon centuries upon centuries, who have earned the opportunity to be tutored by the Mahachohan. I want you to remember this each day of your life so that you will recall each day of your life that the Mahachohan is overshadowing you along with El Moria Kathumi and Dwal Kul. As you know, the Mahachohan is the one who ignites our threefold flame at birth. Speaking of this role of the Mahachohan, Mother Mary once said, The threefold flame within your heart was lit at birth by the taper of the Mahachohan, who came to you and to your mother's side, breathed the breath of life, and lo, the spark of immortality merged with the clay form, and the word became flesh. Some among mankind do not understand how spirit could mesh with matter. And I ask you, how can the fire, even the physical fire, mesh with any of the elements? The fire is not like any other element, yet it is the source of all, consuming all in the ritual of transmutation. And so spirit does indeed merge with flesh. Spirit is the fire in the core of the cell, the atom, the molecule, in the center of the heart, and each flaming chakra. Think of this. Think of this every day of your life. You are first and foremost a being of fire, a spiritual fire. The fire of God resides inside of you. 
The fire of God resides within your co-workers, within your neighbor, within your children. If we would just remember this every day in all of our interactions, we would always treat each other with the reverence and respect due a being of fire whose heart flame has been ignited by the Holy Spirit. Just as the Holy Spirit through the Mahachohan was the instrument for the initial igniting of that fire within us, so the Holy Spirit can impart to us more and more of that fire as we are able to hold it. Why do we want more fire? We want more fire because the more fire we have, the more we can give away to others who do not have it but need it. That spiritual fire is what we use to uplift others, to heal them, to comfort them, to teach them, to rescue them from danger. If we have just enough fire to keep ourselves going, then we won't have enough left over to help others. If you haven't already done so, I urge you to stop thinking of the Holy Spirit as something or someone impersonal and start thinking of the Holy Spirit as a personal presence that can and will empower you. The Holy Spirit is what empowers you to fulfill your mission in life and to transform others. I want to tell you that if you take the time and if you walk in listening grace day by day, hour by hour, that Holy Spirit will come upon you without you having to invoke that Spirit. This means that when you go to the heart of the Holy Spirit and you touch that heart of the Holy Spirit each and every day, that you will feel, whether it is the trees, the flowers, the oceans, the manifestation of God, you will feel the Holy Spirit before you invoke him because he has gone ahead of you because you have given so much light, life, and love to all others. The Mahachohan defines the Holy Spirit as the ingredient of life, which is the fire of cosmos, the germinal power in nature. He says, The Holy Spirit is the power that beats the heart and infuses every form of life with the essence of the Father Mother God. The Holy Spirit is indigenous to every manifestation of life, and without the Holy Spirit, there can be no manifestation of life. No manifestation of life, no threefold flame in the animals and in the animal kingdom or in elemental life. Consider the bond of the Holy Spirit as the unifier of men's hearts. Consider also the bond of the Holy Spirit as the great cosmic link between the individual and his divine presence. Isn't this what we as mystics are all seeking, the link with our divine presence, the one-on-one -on -one relationship with God? I promise you that this is only a flame apart from your own. The flame of God is so close to you that I hope that after we have had our dictation today and you have contemplated the true fire of your being, that you will never, ever let go of that fire. So as, as I was saying, if the bond of the Holy Spirit is the link between us and our God presence, then don't you think that we, as mystics, 
ought to consciously seek more of that Holy Spirit who is right within our temple. The Mahachohan continues, The reason, blessed ones, that the Holy Spirit was referred to as the Comforter is that it is the power and intent of the Holy Spirit to make every man feel integrated into the heart of the universe. The Holy Spirit flows through the consciousness of man in a transmutative release in order to transfer to his world the reality and power of God. This results in an integration of the personal self with the Godhead. Truly this is the uniting agency of God that enables the avatar to affirm, I and my Father are one. So one of the roles the Holy Spirit plays is to help us integrate with God and integrate with all other parts of life to realize that we are all one. The Mahachohan came to a profound realization of oneness with nature and with all life in his many lifetimes as a shepherd. On July 15, 1974, the Mahachohan announced that we were entering the era of the Holy Spirit. I'm going to read from this important dictation because we must never forget these words. They tell us of our individual and collective spiritual missions and initiations. The Mahachohan said, The karmic board has decreed that at this hour in time and space and in the evolution of this life wave and this planetary home, there has come that moment when the cosmic clock has struck. It is the hour when mankind must receive the Holy Spirit, must prepare the body temple to be the dwelling place of the Most High God. In this hour of the appearing of that Spirit, it is necessary that certain numbers of mankind are purified to receive that Spirit. For unless certain numbers receive that flame and that awareness, the world as a place of evolution as you know it today will cease to exist. For you see, the balance of life, the balance of all phases of life and evolution, cannot continue unless the Holy Spirit becomes the quickening energy and the fire and the light of man and woman. Fortunate are you and are we that Jesus and John the Baptist left a flaming record of the presence of the Holy Spirit. Fortunate then are those who follow in the way of those who were gathered on the day of Pentecost and who received that presence, that mighty rushing wind. And they were filled with that Spirit, and they all knew the oneness of the flame. The Holy Spirit cannot dwell where there is not honor, self-respect, mutual respect, and a love of the Christ. A reverence for life, a sensitivity to nature, an honoring of life is a part of being the representative of the Holy Spirit, a tenderness, a humility, and always remembering that the twin flames of that Spirit are purity and comfort. The Holy Spirit is the magnet that draws up that flame of the Mother, that consecrates the mother, that walks hand in hand with the mother to bring forth life, 
to sponsor life, to nourish life, to be the keeper of the flame. Here we see one of the definitions of keeper of the flame, one who brings forth life, sponsors life, and nourishes life. The Mahachohan continues, And so you see, the torch is passed, for I can no longer bear that flame for all life. Hierarchy has decreed that keepers of the flame must also rise to accept that calling, that honor and that opportunity to keep a flame for other parts of life who do not yet know that they have a flame, a Christ identity, an energy that God has released, that God has bequeathed to all as the potential for divinity. And so, as I am known as the keeper of the flame, I come to impart to you a portion of my office and to say, It is time. For when the clock strikes midnight and 1974 gives way to 1975, in that hour, in that moment, will be the release of the spiral of the Holy Spirit to the entire planet. Then the Mahachohan told us that the release of the final quarter of the century was a cosmic spiral that will be for the full realization of the Holy Spirit in man, in woman, in nature, in holy child. And the probation will be a 25-year period to see whether enough among mankind will be able, through sacrifice, surrender, and self-purification, to maintain a tabernacle for the Holy Spirit. To you, each one, I am the very personal contact with God. Therefore, call upon me and see how we will walk and talk together and how I will be for you the fulfillment of your mission. Ah, <laughs> the flame we keep is the flame that connects us with God. God is the true fire of our lives, and this is the flame that we must keep. We'll be back after a short break. Please stay with us. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. At the Summit Lighthouse, our goal is to help you awaken to the light within and discover your real self. Today, thousands of spiritual seekers all around the world are using the universal teachings of the Ascended Masters to make their higher selves a permanent part of their reality. And you can too. The Ascended Masters are the saints and sages of East and West from all major religions and spiritual paths. They have walked where you walk and understand the challenges you face. And their teachings are always practical. By applying the science of the spoken word through verbal prayers called decrees, the masters teach us how to harness the healing power of the violet flame and other spiritual energies to transform our lives and our world. On The Open Door, it is our goal and great joy to bring you Ascended Master teachings that you can apply in your life right now. To learn more about the Summit Lighthouse and the teachings of the Ascended Masters, visit us today at tsl.org and discover how you can awaken to the light within. It's what you're here to do. Remember, tsl.org. 
Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the Masters of Light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And thanks for staying with us. We are back. I'm Tom Schumacher. He's Terry Kennedy, and he's Sid Bennett. <laughs> still here. Still here, still standing, still uh, feeling the joy of these teachings. A number of things stood out to me in that lecture excerpt that we heard last segment, and one of them in particular was that. Uh, um, Elizabeth Prophet said, there's no Holy Spirit, then there's no flame, there's no life. As simple as that. One of the, I mean, obviously a very core reality is that the flame of life that resides within us all is God. The thing that connects us to God is that flame. And one of the um, interesting points she made is that the Holy Spirit cannot dwell where there is not honor, self-respect, a reverence for life, a sensitivity to nature, mutual respect, and a love of the Christ. Indeed. How do you get the Holy Spirit? Well, you start by living the right way, as, mm-hmm. as that what you su- suggested, Tom. In other words, if we're dishonest in our day-to-day dealings with people, if we lack integrity, if we lack reliability, how can the, the Holy Spirit be there? Because if the Holy Spirit was there and we made all, did all these things wrong, <laughs> um, you know, what's going to happen with God's energy? That doesn't mean that you have to be perfect. Uh, there's no one perfect on this planet last time I checked. Um, <laughs> and so what is the set of your sale? We make mistakes. We call upon the law of forgiveness when we do them. But we have to have personal integrity. And we have to have, you know, the honor of God. Remember in, that, in, in the Beckett movie when Thomas Beckett said, you know, the king asked him, well, what's all this God stuff? And he says, well, I first began to love the honor of God. Yes. And so living that life of honor and integrity is so important if you want to have the Holy Spirit. Yeah, and you know you can tell when the flame is absent. A lot of times we we encounter people or we find situations that we're in, and you can tell it's like by their fruits shall ye know them. Yeah, and it's very interesting that we have that attunement because we do have the flame, and we may not carry it perfectly, as you said, but we do carry it by choice. It's an opportunity to expand our souls and our souls' awareness of God. You know, it's interesting. We had a, I had someone come work do some work around our house. And without going into the details, I was a little hesitant to use this individual, but I went ahead anyway. Anyway, part of the job he did wrong, and I called him, and he said, I'll be back to correct it, and he never came. And it was a significant part. I called him, called him, he just wouldn't do it. And so I I was telling my daughter, you know, how badly I felt for him. Yeah. Because he had made such a karma. In other words, that's the way he lives his life. Well, if he's not honest as integrity with others, not only do you make karma doing that, I mean, I lost a few bucks. But he lost a portion of his integrity, oh, and that's yeah. far more serious. 
And I was just thinking, you know, this uh, sensitivity to nature goes, uh, you know, in in one sense, not stepping on the ants. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, think about it. It's, yeah, it no, seems like you. a rather simple thing. But well, then no, all it, of a sudden you have an awareness that, oh, these little guys have got a job to do. As long as they're not in my house. That's right. <laughs> right. You can kind of spray your threshold or whatever. But you know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a, it's, it, you, you just develop a sensitivity to nature and you begin to do those kinds of things well, you, with you know, dogs and pets. It's and, the honoring and, of really? life. And if people knew that the work the elemental beings of nature did, Right. I mean, they would, you know, be profoundly humbled by what it takes to grow a blade of grass or the leaf uh, mm-hmm. or a corn stalk or something. They, people think it happens automatically, and yet it's the, it's the tremendous work of the elemental spirits that work very hard to bring these to fruition. Mm-hmm. And obviously, if we dishonor them, we dishonor God at a certain level. That's well, right. And, and all, as we said many times, all life contains the spark that is God. Is the, is the animating force. That's the thing we talk about when we talk about being co-creators with God. Right. Every thought, deed, motive, and word is animated, brought into manifestation by our use of God's energy. And if you think it down to that minute level, as you were saying, you know, the ants and uh-huh. the other little critters, a blade of grass, mm-hmm. it has the same life in it. There, I don't believe there's any distinction between the life in one life form and well, another. it's a manifestation of God's energy. And, yeah. and obviously... In, Subconsciousness, of course. Yeah, is we're different because we have the threefold flame within our hearts, but that the rest is indeed part of God's creation. We, you know, we're, we talk about Christians talk about stewardship. You know, mm-hmm, yes, and that's a very wonderful concept because we're the steward, if you will, of all that God has given us. The light and energy gives us the physical things, our families, our nation, our planet, and stewardship is keeping the flame, isn't it? It's yeah. respect for God's creation. It's honoring that creation and making sure it's protected and used appropriately. You know, um, when we talk about being a keeper of the flame, and we're talking about it now in a very general sense, um, many times we find that it's, it's uh, useful to have a template or a course, if you will. And, well, by God's grace, we have a course. Mm-hmm. We have the Keepers of the Flame Fraternity. Of course which we you, do. You know, which is founded in 1961 by St. Germain, and it is in the tradition of the great fraternities of its kind. And we want you to know that if you chose to become a Keeper of the Flame in this specific manner, you would be welcome. And I want to give you a, um, a link here, if I, uh, if I could just really quickly be prepared to write this down. We'll, pre- we'll mention it again a little bit later. But this is to test drive the Keepers of the Flame lessons. <laughs> now, there are 33 lessons in all, and they come typically once a month. And uh, for many, many years, we all, those of us here, have been in this teaching for a while. Of course, we're getting the printed Keeper's Lessons every month. But for the last couple of years, we've had those online as well. So you have the choice now of having your, your, your uh, Keeper's Lessons delivered to you digitally. And if you'd like, you can test drive Lesson 1 for free. These include a lot of complimentary materials. You've got all kinds of ways that you can study these teachings, and we've got multimedia products to back it up and other books, et cetera, which are all outlined and detailed in these lessons. So if you will write this down, tsl.org slash keepers. Pretty That's simple. fairly simple. Yeah. yeah. tsl.org slash keepers. And uh, you will go to a landing page where you will see you have an option to try out lesson one as long as you want to try it. See if you think it's uh, up you know, to your standards, and uh, certainly it's a great way to start keeping the flame in a very specific, mannered, course-like point of view. And the, aren't there uh, like video links and oh, all kinds yeah. of 
various things. That there's, there's music. There's all kinds of interconnections. Yeah, but, yeah, it's neat. But become a keeper of the flame. It's something that we've all done. And But I want to stress again that be, being a keeper of the flame is something you probably already are. And this is simply one way of doing it, which is uh, been a bit more of a stratified well, I think there's a couple of advantages to, to trying this. Number one is that you do get a sponsorship from the Ascended Master, St. Germain, mm-hmm. when you become a Keeper of the Flame. Well, what does that mean exactly? It means that he sponsors you with a greater light so that you can learn and grow on your path. And without sponsorship, quite frankly, none of us would be sitting here today. Certainly in this room, I can tell you that right now. It's the grace of God. Sponsorship helps us to make a greater progress in a shorter period of time if we're willing to apply that which we learn. Again, you don't have to be perfect, but if we're willing to try, you know, Mm -hmm. then, then you get that sponsorship. The second thing is, as you'll also note, we're all still here. And um, (laughs) we're not ascended beings. Well, why aren't we? Maybe because we haven't known how to become ascended beings. We don't understand the concept, understand what it means, understand the path that will take us to our ascension. Mm -hmm. That's something else that you garner from the Keepers of the Flame lessons. Because it's not something that you know innately, although perhaps deep in your heart, but in your outer consciousness, we need to know that there are tools and there are steps you must take. You, you have to understand what happens to you at certain stages on the path. What can you expect? Because what happens to many spiritual people is that because they don't understand the true nature of the spiritual path, they get confused, get yep. discouraged when something happens to them. Well, I must be doing something wrong, etc., etc. The keepers of the flame lesson impart to you the step-by-step knowledge you need to not only understand who you are and how to keep the flame of life, but how to grow spiritually, what to experience, expect through that growth and the tests that God's bring us, because he does test us mm-hmm. to see you know, whether we've learned or not, and, and what it takes to go forward on the spiritual path. We need this help. I can tell you I need it. Oh, so uh, We all need it. And so this is a wonderful way to take that next step. And as I think as you, as you mentioned, Tom, you don't have to give up your current religion, your current church, anything you're doing. Um, you, you just try it. Try it out for size, because... Of the flame within our hearts, we are all keepers of the flame. This allows us to take, I think, the next step up in terms of the spiritual nature of it. And talking about it as a course in lessons, you know, we have referred to Earth many times and aptly referred to it as a schoolroom. Yeah. And to graduate, which is the path of the ascension, we can use all the help we can get. So if we have these great beings, saints and sages who have gone before us, who have taught us how to do this, and they've been where we are, they know what, we, what we're going through, They've nothing they've not seen that we think we've done or anything special. And they know us better than we know ourselves. They know us better than we know (laughs) ourselves. what our weak points are. So here is a way to to take kind of a speed, not I want to say that, that you don't want to storm heaven, but this is a way to get out of Dodge. Basically, get out of the schoolroom and graduate. (laughs) Well, we only have so much time in this embodiment, and some of us less than others, I guess. (laughs) And so we want to take the greatest advantage of it. You know, this is the time for acceleration. We have the violet flame. And, you know, I love... I I repeat this often, if people knew better, they would do better. All we need is illumination, and we want to do the right thing. I got to tell you, when I first, when I got my first keeper's lesson, I could not wipe the grin off my face. I mean, (laughs) my cheeks were hurting. Literally, I was just, when I started to read it, I knew instantly that there were keys inside these lessons, and this first lesson has plenty of them all by itself that I knew had launched me on another trajectory. I was, I was basically going faster than I'd ever gone before spiritually. And I, I just, I mean, it was like the cosmic joke. It wasn't a joke, but it was that feeling of bubbling up joy inside. 
Mm-hmm. I felt so good. And I just, I literally I couldn't get that smile off my face for probably a whole day, maybe a, maybe longer. You were on a skateboard going down I had one of those. cramps in my San, cheeks. San Francisco hills, right? <laughs> I did. I was, <laughs> well, it was amazing. I mean, I'm saying that because it's one of the places where I really felt the joy of these teachings really come through in, in such a beautiful way and so clear and, and just crystal clear. And it brought everything into focus. Suddenly it all made sense. Why I had done what I had done, why I had chosen what I had chosen. Here was a way that it just said, and here's why you did all those things. Yeah. This is your path. Godspeed. And, you know, all that <laughs> is, you know, just God meets us where we are. Yeah. You know, you can come say, well, I may be a little skeptical. That's fine. Yeah. Come. Oh. Open your heart. Give what you can of this and see how God works with you. Indeed. And I didn't mean to get long-winded about that, but I could remember that. Well, it's that. like the basic reading, writing, and arithmetic in a spiritual sense. You know, it's the, it's the three R's, and it, and it, it kind of tells you what's, what's really going on. Well, and the teachings are practical building blocks. And yes. when you start to really get into this, you realize you're laying a foundation for your acceleration. Mm-hmm. And it, it's beautifully done, step by step by step. And I think you had said that earlier, said that this is... This is a way that's proven. This is tried and true. This is a pathway that you can take, and it's been taken by many others successfully. You can trust it. Mm -hmm. We buy self-help books, you know. This is what this is. (laughs) Right. That's right. This and greater. Well, on that note, let's take a short break. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Please stay with us. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the Masters of Light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, Go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. Indeed, we are back for one more segment. Thank you for staying with us. Now, what does it mean to maintain a state of spiritual readiness? Hmm. Want to tackle that one? Sure. Terry? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll start it off with something that Mrs. Prophet said. She said, she mentioned walking in listening grace. Yes. And if you walk in listening grace, you will hear the Holy Spirit. And I'm thinking, if people will turn down the radio, turn off the rock and roll, mm-hmm. you know, one thing or another, it, there are certain things you can do, you know, turn off the television, you will begin to hear the Holy Spirit. Yeah. You will be in more of a state of listening grace. Indeed. And, and how many times have we talked about the signal-to-noise ratio? 
yeah. that the signal is the flame. That's the Holy Spirit coming through. The noise is life. Mm-hmm. It's what we kind of put ourselves through. It's whether it's music or something else. But if we can concentrate on sig- signal strength, and we will maintain right. a state of spiritual readiness. Well, it actually is, is a plot, if you will, through the electronic media, through you know, everything that assails us in our daily lives, to keep us from listening to God. Yes. It's a simple thing. But how many people find time to listen to that still, small voice within and the Holy Spirit for guidance, for wisdom, for illumination? It changes our consciousness. You know, we can't, from the morning, we, time we wake up in the morning to get on the our tablets or whatever, you know, mm-hmm, and the yeah. media, you know. Where's the time for God in that? Why is that important? Because the Holy Spirit gives us direction for our lives, for our spiritual path, for our wisdom, for understanding. But also as keepers of the flame, we want to be aware of other parts of life that have need. Mm-hmm. You know, God will breathe things to your outer awareness that he needs a prayer about, a call about, mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. it is. It is that state of readiness, readiness to serve God, readiness to be the presence of the Holy Spirit for someone in need. And, and part of this readiness assumes the reality of our divine potential. Yeah. You know, I think that this is something we must remember if we're going to be in a state of spiritual readiness. We also recognize our co-creation with God, our, our godhood, our, our innate divinity. Yeah, and, and recognize it in others and realize that God has given us dominion over this planet, mm-hmm. the physical uh, universe, if you will. And so we have an accountability to keep the flame here. God isn't going to say, well, you... You know, watch TV today, I'll send someone else to keep the flame. Each one of us every day has a responsibility by the way we live in balance, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, to keep that flame of life. It is a calling. It is a reason for being. And as you allow yourself to be the instrument of God and of the Holy Spirit, you will be the first person to benefit. Even though you may be helping others in the physical or in the spiritual side, you become a greater repository for light, light and life. And suddenly... You're happier. You're more at peace. You're more joyful. You're making progress. You're balancing karma. And the joy you get by helping others compounds itself. You know, and, and there are five molding factors that allow the Holy Spirit to shape our individual destiny. Terry, you want to kind of maybe list those for us? Well, um, holy prayer, to begin with, uttered from the heart. Mm-hmm. Holy meditation, selflessly offered. Yeah. Holy faith, persistently sought as the gift of God. Holy compassion and charity, which go together towards others, that senses and sees their struggles and does not desire to add to their burdens. <laughs> I love that one. I, I do too. And holy service, by which we choose to continuously be the manifestation of God to all. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, it's very very simple. Yeah, you want to? You don't mind reading those just one more just, time? Just I those bears repeating. Holy prayer, holy meditation, holy faith. Oh. Holy compassion and charity, and holy service. <laughs> you, you know what I love about those is the, the word holy. Yes. Because there are those that will do things that on the surface are good, but the motives may not be pure. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to give so much money to this hospital so I can have my name on the building. Okay. <laughs> right. You know, and, and not that that's a bad thing, but it's not holy. Holy is done selflessly, simply out of the love of our heart. And even, even meditating on the word holy. Mm-hmm. You know, isn't it a beautiful concept? It's purity, it's light, it's love, it's illumination, and it's joy, the holiness of God, indeed the Holy Spirit, the holy fire. The right motive, and it reminds us of Paul to the Corinthians talking about you know, charity 
without without charity that your your acts are as tinkling symbols or yeah, whatever. They I mean forget. nothing if, if yeah. love and holiness. And you know, holiness is a concept that doesn't get much play these days. <laughs> and uh, but isn't isn't it a beautiful concept? It's very beautiful. The holiness of God, the perfection of God, the purity of God, something that is so great, so wonderful, so beyond the human consciousness and the foibles of the of the physical plane. I mean, I just feel the the joy of holiness. And it's interesting, the whole, in the Old Testament, we talk about holiness unto the Lord, which is what the Hebrews were taught mm-hmm. to say. And so when you give holiness unto the Lord, of course, that comes back to you, excuse me, as holiness in your own world. Right. So um, I, that's kind of a, a side thing, getting on the holy, but I just no, love I, that concept. Actually, oh. I think it's very central because the, the flame is holy. Yeah. The Holy Spirit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't think it's much more to the heart of the matter than that. Mm. Well, um, I want to stress a couple of things we've said already today to make sure that it's clear that we all can be keepers where we are. We made the point. We'll make it again. It doesn't matter if you belong to a specific religion or a spiritual path, a spiritual discipline of any kind, that keeping the flame of life is central to them all. And what you're basically doing there is keeping the flame of divinity alive within you. We have a saying that we sometimes use where it's, you, we, we want to see the Christ in others. We want to be the Christ in ourselves. That ultimately, that's the simplest formula we can have for that figure eight flow, the interchange of God's energy between and among us all, is that we recognize the Christ in you, and we recognize the Christ in ourselves, and that is a high and holy calling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's worth meditating on right yeah. there. You know, you know, I, I want to add something here in terms of uh, you know compassion for others. Sometimes that's encouraging them, bringing them a meal being listening to what they have to say. They just want someone to hear them. There's many ways you can you can bring love to a person. And sometimes it's what they call tough love. Yo, so they're yeah. saying, no, you can do that for yourself. I'm not going to do it for you. you know. Yeah. Or sympathy, as we know, draws people down lower. It doesn't bring them up higher, whereas empathy and compassion will do that. So I, I just want to be clear that sometimes the highest form of love is not to do something for someone or you know, to bring them a different teaching or understanding. And so that's where that attunement with the Holy Spirit comes because we don't want to get in sympathy with the human's, you know, poor me kind of consciousness. We have compassion and understanding, but the Holy Spirit will bring what the soul needs, whatever that is. Well, and compassion recognizes the truth. Sympathy is is agreement with limitation. Yeah. Quite a difference there. And a lot it of people is. will want to kind of suck us into... A sympathetic vibration. Yeah, poor me. Yeah. You know, and, you know, that's where Christ's discernment comes in. What do the fallen angels say? Oh, it's just terrible. God cast us out of heaven. You know, it's just, look what he did to us. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I wonder why. We didn't see it coming. (laughs) I was also just thinking of the goddess of liberty, you know, the the torch keeping the flame. Oh, yeah. And there she is keeping the flame for for souls. And she keeps her torch up high, doesn't it? She does. She she holds it high. To illuminate. And then I was also thinking about just the Maha Chohan, you know, in in a number of his embodiments as as a shepherd. shepherd. Imagine the quietness. (laughs) And the time to think about God. Well, and there, therein lies one of the keys, is yeah. taking the opportunity to tune in to God, yeah. to tune into the flame. We do it through decrees. You can do it through prayer, mantras, any f- meditation. But it all comes down to the same thing. You are recognizing divinity at the heart of life. You know, and I, you owe it to yourself to, to take a certain portion of your life of time and energy each day 
to nurture that flame. Obviously, we brought up the Keepers of the Flame fraternity as a, as a, a guided step-by-step mm-hmm. process, mm-hmm. keeping the flame through prayer and meditation. But you owe it to yourself, you owe it to your soul, and you owe it to God to take that time each day to find a time to practice becoming and putting on a greater level of light as that flame. And it's impossible to understate how fulfilling that actually is to do. I mean, the joy, the energy, the the excitement of traveling on this path and feeling yourself accelerating the wind of the Holy Spirit in your sails, there's nothing like it. And it keeps you going through tough times. We all have tough times oh, through yeah. karma, tests, and initiation. But this is what will get you through it because you know it in your heart. And these keepers' lessons will, will tell you why certain things are going to begin to happen in your life and how these things will begin to unfold. And it's, it's just wonderful. Yeah. Uh, these keepers' lessons, there again, once again, tsl.org slash keepers. Yep. TSL.org slash keepers. Try lesson one Give for it. free. Give it a try. It's digital. It's online. And uh, you're going to really like it because this is the schoolroom that you've always wanted. Your soul is crying out for these lessons because this is the step-by-step ladder. This is the initiatic spiral that's going to get you home. And if you want to contact us, oh, yes. web radio at TSL.org. And Sydney will write you back. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, we all well, will write you back. We'll write it's you back. It's a great joy to hear from people. We really. love hearing from you. Yeah, yeah, web radio at tsl.org. That's how to reach us. We're more than happy to take your questions, your suggestions, your concerns, your ideas, whatever it may be. We're happy to receive them, and we'll write you back as soon as we can get to them, which and it's should an honor. be pretty soon. <laughs> it's an honor being able to speak to you people it out is. there, our brothers and sisters on the planet. Well, we've been talking today about becoming... A keeper of the flame, but actually that's inaccurate. You are already a keeper of the flame. This is about becoming a better keeper, a deeper keeper. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, thank you all for being with us once again. This hour is just, they go by so fast. It's amazing to us to see it go. But then, nonetheless, we'll be here again next week. So please stay with us. And in the meantime, though the the upward path may be difficult, the rewards are out Out of of this this world. world. Thanks. God bless you all. Thank you again for joining us this week. Remember, tell your friends and family that they can listen to us live each Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and Noon Mountain on Voice America's 7th Wave Channel. For more information about The Open Door and The Summit Lighthouse, please visit our website, www.tsl.org. We'll see you again next week.